0: Well, we've got a little fellow with us tonight, and um, today's his birthday as well. And, uh, and that's, uh, that's Santa Claus. Santa Claus is here in November. Uh, but, uh, Will, happy birthday, brother. God bless you, and uh, let's give him a hand tonight. Amen. You're looking good for 38 years old. Your wife, I found out, was 37, so you got to be a year older than her, okay? Uh, but uh, we appreciate, I just appreciate everybody, amen? Uh, I've learned this, just, um, you can always find good in in every person if you're looking for it. Opposite, yes, it's very true. You can find bad in uh, someone if, if you're looking for it, but let's choose to find the good, amen? And uh, so just uh, when you're out about and uh, look for the good. And uh, God will take care of you for that. Um, Take your Bibles tonight. Turn to Genesis chapter 18. Genesis chapter 18. And um, I was uh, torn between two messages uh, for tonight. And um, I was going to conclude uh, my message. I preached a couple weeks ago about the uh, parting of the Red Sea. And uh, we never got the Israelites over the Red Sea on dry land yet. They're just hanging around over there just waiting uh, but um, anyway, I was on a study in Genesis chapter 18, and uh, I wanted uh, to preach uh, on the question, is anything too hard for the Lord? And my my phone rang, and uh, it was a, a lady who uh, recently had asked me to pray for her husband. And and honestly, it's sort of like uh, all of you in here that I've been praying for, uh when I wake up in the morning, uh, I, I instantly just, I, I, I begin praying. And so, uh, you know, you're on my heart. Harvey, I'll just say, you're, you're on my heart, whether it be four o'clock in the morning or five o'clock in the morning, uh, Richard, Miss Barbara, Luther, Jim, just, just it, there's just a list. And uh, this woman had asked me uh, probably a couple weeks ago uh, to pray for her husband. And so i uh, honestly, I, all through the day, I've been praying for Larry. God, you help Larry. And she called me today and, and she said, uh, just, just want to let you know that uh, God has answered our prayers. And, uh, and I said, uh, well, thank you because you've just confirmed what message I'm supposed to preach tonight. I'm going to preach on, is anything too hard for the Lord And uh, so, let me just read some of these verses to you. How how many of you, I'm going to ask you this throughout, how many of you think, is is there anything too hard for the Lord? Is there, I was thinking about poor Carrie back there, though. Carrie, the only thing that I would question is, is it too difficult for the Lord to allow the Dodgers or the Braves to make it to the World Series? Uh, No, I'm kidding, but... uh, I was just looking at you, trying to, you know, show you some compassion back there. Uh, But let me read this to you. Genesis 18, verse 1. The Bible says, "...and the Lord appeared unto him, speaking of Abraham, in the plains of Mamre, and he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. And he lifted up his eyes and looked, and, lo, three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself toward the ground." And said, My Lord, if thou I have found favor in thy sight, pass not away, I pray thee, from thy servant. Let a little water, I pray you, be fetched. Not sort of like that, uh, be fetched, we use that sometimes. And wash your feet, and rest yourselves under the tree. And I will fetch a morsel of bread, and comfort ye your hearts. After that ye shall pass on, for therefore ye come to your servant. And they said, So do as thou hast said." And Abraham hastened into the tent unto Sarah and said make ready quickly three measures of fine meal knead it and make cakes upon the hearth. And Abraham ran into the herd and fetched the calf tender and good gave it into a young man and he hasted to dress it. And he took butter in case you're a little bit hungry this will get you hungry. He took butter and milk and the calf which he had dressed and set it before them and he stood by them under the tree And they did eat. And they said unto him, Where is Sarah thy wife? And he said, Behold, in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah thy wife shall, notice that word shall, Sarah thy wife shall have a son. And Sarah heard it in the tent door, which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old and well-stricken in age, and it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I am waxed old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord being old also? And the Lord said unto Abraham, Wherefore did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I, a shorty, bear a child which am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? Now, if you, again, don't mind marking in your Bibles, I just want you to put one word right there, like I did several years ago. Put no with an exclamation mark. Amen? Is anything too hard for the Lord? No. At the time appointed, I will return unto thee according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. And let's pray. Father... Again, thank you for the privilege to be in your house. Lord, the purpose of our life, as Brother Doug Sisson and I talked the other day, he, he prays, first thing, Lord, give me more faith today. And Lord, that's what I'm asking tonight for myself and for our church. Uh, Lord, just give us more faith in you. God, help us to realize that nothing, nothing is too hard for you. And so, Lord, sometimes we go through trials and difficulties and we wonder we we really wonder can can you really answer this prayer for us and so god from tonight i pray that you'll increase our faith lord give us a greater faith in almighty god thank you for our church thank you for the faithfulness of these dear people again lord you know you know the needs that we have you know the prayer requests that we have been praying lord for those who are sick for the unsaved for Every prayer request on our hearts, nothing is too hard for you to answer. So God, you bless. Be glorified tonight. We'll thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, the Bible is full of, uh, of questions. And, uh, and when I wrote that down this uh, today, uh, the Bible is full of questions. I put in parentheses right beside that, um, and answers too. You believe that? God has an answer to every question or problem, if only people would realize that. If if young people, if old people like, like myself, if we would truly believe God has the answer for me every day, no matter what situation, I can find answers for my life through the Word of God. I'm going to ask you some of these questions, and if you would like to shout out the answer, some of them are quite, you know, obvious. Um, There's a question in the New Testament, and it says, uh, ask this question, what must I do to be saved? What was the answer, church? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved, and thy house. What a question. What must I do to be saved? How about this? Who shall separate us from the love of God? No one or nothing. Amen? Uh, No matter how someone tries, no matter how Satan tries, remember this. Remember, nothing can separate you and I from the love of Almighty God. How about this question? If God be for us, who can be against us? Hey, I'm here to tell you, Brother Dwayne, uh, Miss Joyce. We were talking. They they got to go on uh, uh, another trip recently, and uh, and and heard a man's testimony, and uh, he reminded, just like we need to be reminded, God is still on His throne. But I want us to understand this tonight. This, this is free. This is not part of my message. But you know Satan, uh, he, the Bible says he hath a short time. You believe that? He doth have a short time right now. He knows that. So if you were the devil and his demons, wouldn't you be just unleashing on America and on this world evil, evil, evil? So really, what is happening is Satan is trying to just just shoot both barrels, and he's trying to get us off course, to fret, to worry and to wonder if God can really handle this situation. Well my friend, God can handle any situation. If let me remind you again, of this question: <laughs> if God be for us, who can be against us? And again, don't don't uh, don't uh, you back off and get scared and take off running, quit everything that you've been taught to do. Let's just again, I told Mike, I said, thank you for singing that song on a Wednesday night. Onward, Christian soldiers, not backward Christian soldiers, but onward. So don't forget, God be for us. Who can be against us? No one. How about this? This was asked uh, by Pilate, what? shall I do with Jesus? I'm going to say tonight, what should we do with Jesus? Just continue to love Him. Continue to serve Him. Continue to tell others about Him. Continue to let your light shine that men may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So just love Jesus, amen? How about this question? And, And again, many people, if they would take time to understand the meaning of this question, what shall it profit a man? He shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul. Church, I'm just going to tell you, if, if men today would understand the value of their soul, they, we, now we're saved. I, I trust everyone here tonight, you know Christ, you're on your way to heaven. Praise the Lord for that. But many people have they're so consumed with this world right now. I want bigger. I want better. And no time for church any longer. No time for the Word of God. No time to, to pray and ask God to meet the needs because I have everything. Now I'm going to tell you, what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? If you're here tonight, say, you're the richest person on this earth. Amen. But let's go back to Genesis chapter eighteen. The question in verse fourteen is anything too hard for the Lord? Again, I'm going to answer that for you tonight. Uh, the answer is no. Still no. Again, in Genesis seventeen, if you go back and read that, and this is good homework, or if you just wanted to wake up early in the morning and read verse uh, chapter seventeen and eighteen. But in Genesis seventeen, God promised. Now I'm going to ask you this: <clears throat> If God promised it, is it going to happen? It's, 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 it has to happen. God cannot lie. What, what he's promised, he's going to fulfill. So in Genesis 17, well, you can go back and look. Let's just glance at it real quick, if you don't mind. Um, let's look at, um, oh, let's see. Look at verse 15, if you will. Um, verse number 15 of Genesis 17, God said unto Abraham, As for Sarai thy wife, thou shalt not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall her name be. Now this is is God talking to Abraham. And I will bless her, and give thee a son also of her. Yea, I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be of her." Now, look at verse 17 though. Then Abraham fell upon his face, and and, and let me just remind us, say, oh, well, if God had appeared to, uh, I'm speaking on behalf of uh, tonight, I'm just picking on people. Gil and Jane, tonight in Christiansburg, Virginia, an angel of the Lord is going to come to their street and come into their house and say, Gil and Jane, guess what? You are going to have a Young son, and <laughs> oh me, oh my, oh yeah. Whether well, she's human, right? Sarah, Sarah was human. I mean, if, if 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 it happened to probably any of us my age or older, we'd say, oh oh my, oh my, oh oh my. What what in the world? And um, so I'm not judging uh, Sarah. I am I, not, I, I'm just saying God said this is the way it's going to be, and, and, and it did happen though. And so, Abraham, uh, he laughed, we find Sarah laughing, and, um, and I, again, I'm just going to ask you tonight, uh, for you, for you as an individual, I'm not talking about our church as a whole, but for you as an individual, is anything too hard for your God? Is anything too hard, if you're a young person in here, is anything too hard for your God to accomplish? Mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, is anything too hard for your God? And so, tonight, I just want to take some Bible characters, and we're going to ask them this same question. We're going to start with Job. Job is, is anything too hard for your God? Well, in Job chapter 42, and if you want these verses, I'll give them to you later. But in Job 42, verse 2, here's what Job said. I know that thou, speaking of God, canst do everything. Amen? Job believed it. Well, let's, how about Jeremiah? I love this verse, Jeremiah 32, 17. It starts out, Oh, Lord God, behold, Thou hast made the heaven and the earth by thy great power and stretched out arm, and there is nothing too hard for thee. Jeremiah believed it. How about you? Well, how about, let's ask the angel Gabriel. Hey, Gabriel, is anything too hard for Almighty God? This is what he said. For with God, nothing. Shall be impossible. Nothing shall be impossible. Then let's look. And again, this is one of my favorite prayer uh, verses that I share quite often. But let's ask Paul. Hey, Paul, is is anything too hard for the Lord? And we used this just a couple weeks ago with our love offering. But Paul says to us in Ephesians uh, chapter three, verse twenty. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. Church, do you believe? Do you believe that nothing is too hard for God in your life? Now, we're going to shift gears for a moment. But I'm going to, and I don't know who, uh, but that's I was thinking about you and others who... uh, Brother Mike and others that met uh, years ago when, uh, when all we had here was God's dirt. You, know, you, you, uh, you folks remember, some of you that came, Brother Allen, you remember we just, uh, we just met on dirt. We met on dirt. And, uh, but see, it was more than dirt. We, we had faith in a living God. And we met, and we prayed, and we met, and we prayed. It rained, and we prayed. It snowed, and it prayed. It was freezing, and we prayed. It was burning up, we prayed. And we were faithful. We we were faithful to pray and say, God, we believe. I was picking on Carrie a while ago. Carrie, I remember your, your dad faithfully here for that meeting, and I remember... I think Jimmy, Jimmy almost passed out on us. Bobby did pass out on us. His sugar dropped, and we had to grab him some uh, orange juice. And and uh, but people were faithful to pray, to pray, and and we believed we didn't we didn't have anything on here. We had dirt, and we believed that nothing was too hard for God. And the evidence is seen tonight by the people here, by this building here. We prayed, and we prayed, and we prayed, and God has blessed because nothing is too hard for God. I thought about, uh, Brother Allen, I can't remember the weight of your uh, grandson Gideon. Uh, What what did he, do you remember the weight when he was uh, born on this? It was small. I mean, it was small, and we prayed. And we prayed. I thought about the Swayze's. If I get this right, Ryan was born one pound ten ounces. I saw him. I was there. It was amazing. And, and we prayed and we prayed. Is anything too hard for the Lord? No. I thought about this young couple over here that's replenishing the earth. Amen. And uh didn't look like things were going to work out until people prayed and people prayed and people prayed. Now Derek's going for a whole baseball team and going until he gets nine. No, But God, nothing's too hard for God. And, and, and that's what God wants us to understand with the needs that we have in our life tonight. It may be a wayward uh, child. It may be an unsafe family member. It, it may be a job situation. It I don't know what it is. It may be an illness, but nothing is too hard for the Lord. Nothing is too hard. Um, I was thinking about uh, Jim Coleman. We always refer back to Jim Coleman. And, and he, he's, tonight, he's, he's going to Michigan to not, tomorrow, but tonight he's supposed to be in heaven. He's supposed to be in heaven according to the doctor's. But you know what? Jim believed the Lord more than the doctors. And Jim had some friends all around this country that prayed, and we've had faith. Now, the Lord may take him to heaven tomorrow, that, but for the, all these months, all these months, Jim's testimony has proven that nothing is too hard for the Lord. And so, I don't know about what needs you may have. Uh, uh, Eugene, Linda, I was thinking about Bentley. And um, Bentley just keeps on keeping on because nothing is too hard for his God. And all around this, I could, I could give illustrations. Uh, I thought about Ronnie this afternoon. I went back to my life years ago. And on a Saturday evening, For about two hours each Saturday, about eight men would gather around a kitchen table every Saturday night and we would pray. And we would pray. And we would pray. And one of the main prayer requests that we had back then, God, please save Ronnie Smith. God, please, please save Ronnie Smith. And we kept praying. Ronnie would Come, boy, he's faithful. Come to church. Come to church. God, please save him. Please save him. And God got a hold of his heart, and God saved him. And again, is anything too hard for the Lord? Nothing is, church. Just keep serving the Lord, trusting Him, and praying, praying, and praying, and believing that God can do anything in your life he can meet every need. He can do whatever he wants, but keep believing and keep trusting Him. Let's pray, Father. Thank you, Lord, for Your Word and thank.